All right, here we go. So yesterday, the fireworks in the market continued. All three indices are closed higher again, and uh, the, the Dow closed at a record high again, and all three indices are on pace for seventh consecutive week. But it seems that today the rally is stalling a little bit. We had some comments this morning from a Fed member, so we'll take a look at this, and we'll also take a look at how this affects our position. So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Morgan. Today is Friday, December 15th, and in this show, we are going to talk to you what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And gosh, Mark, I mean, fireworks, fireworks, fireworks. And for unknown reasons right now, my iPad decides not to show up here. All right, we'll fix this. Um, but let's talk about <laughs> what's happening. Sure. Well, even though there is a blue screen, uh, no iPad, the markets are moving. The S&P and markets in general just a strong week, strong move after the Fed statement, of course. And the S&P and NASDAQ set for their seventh straight winning week. Uh, the S&P, this would be the longest win streak since 2017. The Dow set for its ninth consecutive winning streak. Wow. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. And it's all after the Fed meeting because, uh, I mean, Powell said what everybody wanted to hear a little bit more dovish and that the Fed will lowering interest rates. And that's the thing. It, it the, the focus seemed to be more on inflation and, hey, things are looking good. Things are looking strong. Uh, and this is where the discussion uh, about cuts at some point in 2024 and what the Fed plans on doing was uh, really the theme of the Fed Today, we had a uh, Fed member you know, maybe pouring a little cold water on that idea, trying to cool the markets down a little bit. There you go. Fed's John Williams says the central bank isn't really talking about rate cuts right now. Yeah, and th this was interesting. And I mean, uh, this was an interview with uh, CNBC. And during this interview, you could just say, where everybody says, wait a minute, I thought that you all are talking about rate cuts right now. So the interview was actually being broadcasted right at this time where the market's like, uh, okay, what's happening? I mean, you, you stopped talking about hikes, so you should be talking about cuts. And he said, no, nobody's talking about this. Like, uh, uh, uh. seems that we are yeah. rebounding from this, but I mean, this was definitely a cold shower. And to be honest, of course he said that. Of course he said that, right? <laughs> he said that it was premature to be thinking, even thinking about a reduction by March. Of course he said that, right? Because we keep seeing that based on Fed funds futures and what investors expect, that investors expect that they wouldn't raise as fast or as high. Now investors are thinking that they will cut sooner. And uh, I mean, to me, it's a no brainer that he made those comments because look at this, right? Uh, a cut in March. I mean, kind of crazy. Even some are figuring in a cut in January. I mean, come on. The, the, the probabilities for a cut in January should be zero. <laughs> I mean, it's really zero, not 14.5% or 0.2% or something like this. But yeah, this is kind of where everybody is super enthusiastic about rate cuts right now. And so I agree with you. absolutely understand that he says, guys, 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 hold on. We said that three rate cuts next year. But what you're looking at here is one, two, three, four, five rate cuts. So 
you're wrong. <laughs> so forget the first two and maybe start counting here. Start counting in June. That's what I still believe is and happening. Actually, there's six rate cuts, Marcus, because there's the last one in December you didn't count. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. But yeah, so so, so basically, but here's <laughs> the, the disconnect, right? Because you have the dot plot basically showing that Fed members expect that rates will be at 4.6% by the end of 2024, and they expect three cuts. That's not cutting in March. And this is looking at the entire year, and traders are basically saying, nah, uh, you're going to start cutting sooner. So I think it's great that we're getting this, this discussion. I love that the markets are rallying and optimistic, but it's no surprise that the Fed's now kind of saying, wait, slow down. This isn't what we said. <laughs> because, I mean, seriously, the, the, the bulls are out of control. I mean, did you see that? There's actually a bull in the New, oh, York, uh, New Jersey Transit. <laughs> I mean, it says, bulls are out of control. So yesterday, uh, you might have seen it here. Uh, New Jersey Transit Rail Service is subject to a 45-minute delay between New York Penn and uh, PSNY uh, due to police activity. And here's the police activity. Bulls are on the loose. <laughs> That's proof. That is proof. <laughs> that is proof that the bulls are going absolutely crazy. Yeah, and I mean, you, you can really slow them down, even though in the overnight session, we saw that there was a little bit pressure to the downside. Uh, this were, I mean, in the same way as we are now saying, of course, he had to say this. And uh, bulls are right back, and the S&P has clawed up its way and is slightly positive for the day. But it seems that uh, it, it is slowing down a little bit. Sure. And I, I mean, I expect this a little bit of a diddle, maybe a positive, uh, you know, end of the week. But I don't expect a, a whole lot here from the market going into the weekend just because we had such a big run up. Right. And I, I believe that the diddling today is especially also because uh, today we have the rebalancing of the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq 100. And uh, what this basically means is that, uh, for example, uh, Uber will be in the uh, in the Nasdaq, I believe, right now. Um, and I, I found this super, super interesting here. I would not have thought this. Uh, so we already know that. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Uber is getting added to the S&P 500 oh. is my understanding. OK, the S&P 500. Anyhow. Uh, so we already know that the five companies, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, NVIDIA, and Alphabet, that they make up about 25% of the S&P 500. But did you know that Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, NVIDIA, Alphabet, and Broadcom make up 40% wow. of the NASDAQ? I didn't know that Broadcom has such so much weight in the NASDAQ. That was a bit surprising. Yeah, but it would also be interesting to see what that weight is compared to those other three. Uh, but for the NASDAQ 100, it's um, DoorDash and MongoDB that is being added to the NASDAQ 100 with the rebalancing. Yeah. So why is the rebalancing important? Because a ton of money is pegged to the indices. You know that there are ETFs that are mirroring the indices. And if they want to mirror the indices, as the indices are being rebalanced right now, these ETFs that have, I don't know, uh, hundreds of millions under management, sometimes billions, they need to rebalance the ETF as well so that it corrects it by buying and selling shares according to the rebalancing. And this is what I believe we will see today. Yeah. And maybe over the next few days even. So 
Anyhow, uh, with that said, I mean, uh, what's happening? Markets up, VIX down, the fear index uh, rates. Uh, the two-year yield is up today. The 10-year yield still moving lower, below 4% now. Interesting. So yeah. a little reversal there. Uh, five years still below 10-year, but the two-year still remains the, the, the strongest there. Yeah. And uh, volatility still <sighs> low as well. Volatility, the big super low here, uh, still at uh, four years lows where we are trading. I mean, we haven't seen uh, volatility around 12 in four years. And this was right before the pandemic in 2019, basically. So, yeah, I mean, <sighs> kind of crazy. Uh, crude oil bouncing back yesterday. Crude oil was up, uh, what, 3% higher today around the unfamed mark after settling below 70 a few times this week. Now also coming back stronger. Costco moving a little bit today. Costco, let's take a look at Costco. Why is Costco moving? So oh. they reported better than expected earnings, uh, better earnings per share, better revenue, and they issued a dividend of $15 per share. Wow, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. $15 per share today? That's what I saw. Okay. Well, surprising that it I, doesn't dip then by, by $15, but yeah, well, no, $21. No, no, no. I think they announced, they announced, announced it. so Got it's not an exit. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and again, Costco trading at new all-time highs here, it's crazy. But hey, uh, our little friend Schwab is uh, coming back. I mean, Schwab, we got to take a look at this. I mean, Schwab has been hammered. Uh, yeah. When was it? In uh, Yeah, earlier this year. Um, after just seeing that retail traders are not trading as much, uh, but right now making a really nice bounce back. Not too shabby. I mean, uh, banks in general have been looking pretty good, and I know we'll talk about PNC, but uh, loving this this run up and uh, move off of October lows. For sure. Yeah, before we take a look at our positions, uh, I mean, again, the 25 days of Christmas. Uh, today, another uh, fun one today is Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is. So uh, we have this going on in our group, everybody sharing what they want for Christmas. And uh, if you had a chance to peek at it, it's a very, very wide range of what people are wishing for Christmas. Yeah, it's, re it's really neat from, you know, sentimental sweet things to, you know, funny things. It it's, it's good. Uh, there's so much fun. It's, it's really amazing. So if you haven't joined yet, uh, please do. I posted a link below. It's rockwelltrading.com slash holiday. Can be part of the fun. If you are already and you received this email this morning, go to the group and share what you want for Christmas. Whatever it might be, it doesn't have to be anything profound. We're not looking for uh, world peace. I mean, if you wish for world peace, of course, please do. But uh, hey, uh, as Mark said, it's a little bit uh, funny, profound, uh, materialistic sometimes it's it's all over the place it's all over the place it's really yeah. really cool and it's so inspiring to see what everybody is contributing here really love our 25 days of christmas love it all right so uh let's actually take a look at our positions and see what is happening there and at first up csiq really good day yesterday i mean we, we talked uh we talked yesterday about sunrun I mean, Sunrun had just a phenomenal day over the last two days. Yesterday, adding on another 16%. 
CSIQ not yet following, but uh, I mean, definitely moving in the right direction away from our rescue zone territory uh, into, I don't know, hopefully at some point, call selling territory. That would be the goal at this point. Um, happy either way. If we continue to run back to our entry, fantastic. If we pull back a little bit, I'm comfortable doing a rescue. So uh, wherever it wants to move, I'm I'm good with. Yeah. NEE today, uh, well, pulling back a little bit, but NEE also two fantastic days. Uh, so our cost base is here is at 69.50. So uh, we, we still have a little bit to go before we can start selling calls here. Yeah, and still I'll take it, but keep on moving so we could work our way out of this one. All right. So, Oxy, super interesting. I mean, this is where I got assigned at uh, $57, sold at first the 58 calls, bought them back, then sold the 57. I mean, if we're pulling back a little bit more, I might be able to roll, but I'm not too eager because honestly, uh, if I get called away today, uh, I will try to sell the 57 puts again next week. Yeah, I'm in a similar situation with Exxon Mobile, Marcus. Yeah. So ExxonMobil symbol being XOM. Uh, so for you, it's actually looking a little bit better for a possible role, right? Because you got assigned at 100. Yes. Sold calls against it. And right now we are trading just slightly above. So is a role possible for you? You know, in theory, uh, this would look pretty or be decent since we're close to that strike that I've sold. But there just isn't a whole lot of premium uh, in at least for what we want for roll. So I'm not near that 60% annualized uh, that we'd like to get on a roll. So most likely going to let this one go to the, the end of the day. And if I have those shares called away, I might consider it on Monday. If uh, instead uh, I don't have those shares called away, we close below 100, I'll be selling calls on Monday. And either way, it's a win for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're in a fantastic spot here. Um, all right, PNC. Ugh. Time for me also to say goodbye to PNC. We have been in this one since March. You already got out last week. You got called away at uh, your cost yeah. basis. Uh, I will get called away because I sold calls at 143, uh, which is slightly above my cost basis. Jeez, this looks not at all like 143. Um, I got assigned at 141.50, so I'll make some money on the stock, collected all the premium, and there's no way of rolling this. And I, I'm okay. I mean, this was a, a much longer ride than we anticipated, so we're making some good money on this one because my break even is at uh, 135.88, so I'm making uh, what around seven and a half dollars in total uh, on this stock, and I have 1,200 shares. And I don't even know how much is uh, 1,200 times 750. It's, it's a good chunk, I believe. Let me see. Yeah. So somewhere around $9,000. And uh, I, I'm okay with this and letting it go. And uh, then moving on to some other opportunities. I love the way you play this one, Marcus. Uh, getting a little more on, on that one on the upside. Yeah. All right, UPS, uh, this is where I'm also uh, getting a little bit on the upside. So I got a sign at 157.50, sold the 160 expiring next week. 
We will see. Uh, you got assigned at 165 and you were able to sell the 165 calls uh, expiring next week, right? Yeah. So yesterday I sold the 165 for a buck 25 and uh, that one's uh, looking looking good. Yeah. <coughs> so UPS uh, coming back. And I mean, this is where uh, it, it seems that uh, we will be out of uh, Oxy, PNC, and probably UPS by the end of next week. So this year, um, we will still probably be in uh, CSIQ and NEE tra uh, taking this into the next year. But uh, also between the holidays, I'm, I'm trading a little bit lightly. So I'll see if uh, next week uh, we can get called away there. If I can sell more calls, uh, if I can sell more puts, I'll do it. But I'm fine with this. And then uh, rebuilding uh, this basically in January with uh, hopefully, as it seems right now, three open positions. Love it. Yeah. So uh, this is working out really, really, really well. Let's see what the S&P 500 is doing here right now. And uh, not expecting too much today. And yes, you're right. We're just diddling along here for now. What do you? Where do you think we end up, Marcus? Uh, I think that today uh, will be a little bit profit taking, slightly negative. I mean, we saw it already yesterday, right? Yesterday on the five minute chart, we opened higher, uh, was there, and then there was some profit taking, filling the gap, pushing a little bit higher. So I, I do believe that today will be a slightly negative day. Uh, will we go all the way down to 4,700? I don't know, but I think that 4,700 is pulling as a magnet. So we'll probably um, finishing uh, just, just a little bit above 4,700. That's what I think. Double or nothing on cookies? Yeah, double or nothing on cookies. What do all you right. think? I say, we are slightly positive for the day. I, I don't think we're going to just have this big rally, but I think we're just going to hold up here slightly positive. All right. So, Mark, positive for the day. I say slightly negative. All right. Over and under. Easy enough. Uh, are you enjoying this? If you do, we would really enjoy if you could give us a like. If you feel that others would benefit from the show, feel free to share it. There's a share button right underneath. You can share it on any platform you want or by email or by text or whatever you want to do. And if this is your first time here, consider subscribing because this way you can keep following us and you get a notification whenever we go live. And we'll be live again on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend. Happy trading, everybody.